Subscribe with iTunes, Audio Boom, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. And if you enjoy what you hear, like us on Facebook. Also, consider throwing a little cash our way by visiting patreon.com slash koreafm. And find more of our great content on our home on the web, koreafm.net. Pokemon Go has become an overnight international success with millions of downloads and users across the world. But for Pokemon fans here in South Korea, the success of the new app has been bittersweet, as the game has not yet been officially released in the ROK. However, there is one way to play Pokemon Go, and I spoke with a game expert here in Seoul who did just that. My name is Wilfred Lee, and I'm originally from Toronto, Canada. I've been living in Korea for the past 10 years, and I'm currently working with a group of international gamers here in Korea called Gangnam Gamers. You've been to Sokcho, you've been playing Pokemon Go, and you've also started a Facebook group for people here in South Korea who are interested in doing that activity. But let's get to this, the real gist of what we're talking about here for the first place. For someone who's never played Pokemon Go, for someone who might not be familiar with Pokemon at all, what is Pokemon Go? And aside from, you know, as we'll get to somewhere in South Korea where it's a little difficult to play, how would one normally go about playing this? Okay, so essentially, Pokemon Go is based on the popular, you know, kids game called Pokemon. It's not even for kids anymore. A lot of people have been uh, growing up with it. And it's essentially you are a trainer and you collect uh, Pokemons, aka other types of creatures. They have different types of elements and strengths like fire or electricity and water, etc. And with Pokemon Go, you use uh, your phone that enables AR. So AR is also known as augmented reality. So the most popular form is VR these days, virtual reality, where you are transported into a different state of reality through a, a kind of like a like an eye eyeglass where you know something you put over your eyes to see. But the difference with AR is that it changes the uh, reality or environment around you through your iPhone. So you look through your iPhone and then you can check on the map as you're walking in real time to find any Pokemon that may probably just pop up in your immediate area. Or you can actually find real landmarks in the world that are considered to be Pokestops where you can get uh, in-game items. Or there can be other landmarks where they're considered to be Pokegyms where you can train and you can, other, and you can also fight against other Pokemon masters. So you just mentioned how it would work for someone in an area that is lucky enough to be able to have Pokemon Go be available to them. But why doesn't Pokemon Go work for most people here in South Korea? It is working in Sokcho. We'll get to that in a second. But for people here in the Seoul area like you and I, it's not working. And why is that? Uh, there's been a few reasons and uh, a lot of speculation, a lot of rumors. Um, there one of the issues people have been discussing about is this anti-mapping law with Korea. So a while back, Google actually officially asked the Korean government to allow Google to export the map of Korea. And that was around June 1st, 2016. And then at that time, they have about 60 days to decide whether to approve it or not. And that should be by the August 25th. And because of the uh, you know the popularity of Pokemon Go, they're hopefully going to make a decision sooner. And um, 
Actually, Google asked for the same map in 2007 to the uh, NIS, otherwise known as the Korean Intelligence Service. And in 2014, the government actually allowed uh, a, a map of Korea, but had a ratio of 1 to 25,000 to the public. But what Google requested was a ratio of 1 to 5,000. So that gives more of an error range of 3 meters. And the reason why they only gave it a ratio of 1 to 25,000 is because of laws and for security protocols because Korea is still essentially in a state of war with North Korea. Uh, they don't necessarily want to give all their detailed information, you know, in case North Korea finds something out. So if you ever check uh, Google or sorry, neighbor maps, anytime there's something uh, around a particular army base, they usually put du duplicates of a forest or they kind of just block it out. So that is apparently one of the uh, main reasons. And um, Niantic, the, the company that then made Pokemon Go, they actually came up with a game before this called Ingress. And Ingress actually does work in Korea, despite not having uh, any map, like very accurate or well, you know, um, working maps to use it. But the game does work. So for some reason, all the blocking out, they miss this one pocket of Korea, which is in the Sokcho area. And it's available to actually play Pokemon Go at the time for now. Before we start talking about your trip to Sokcho and you started a Facebook group, could you just expand a little bit? Um, why specifically was Sokcho able to make it into this data? It's just the really only spot that people are talking about here in South Korea that people are going to. How was that possible? Yeah, if 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 you actually check on Twitter or sometimes Google, there if you if you actually just type in Google um, Pokemon Go Korea map. You will actually see a map of north, just all of Korea, north and south. And on south, uh, basically, there is this um, kind of like these parallelograms, these kind of diamond-shaped um, positions that have been sectioned off all of South Korea to say you're not allowed to you know, post or show any mapping of this area. And because... Korea itself is not a perfect shape for this, you know, for this mapping out... It just just left this one pocket, uh, which is in Sokcho, that that did not fit the um, the anti-law requirements. So for some reason, they just slightly missed this one area, and you know there's been a lot of verified rumors, and there's been photos, and there's been people streaming there. So it looks like it is actually working there. And and if you do go there. There are actually no maps showing in the game, but you can still see Pokestops. You can still see Pokemon going around. So hopefully, even if um, Korea does release, has you know Pokemon Go release, it'll probably look like that. And I'm sure people will be satisfied regardless of having a map or not there. And so you and other people, you eventually realized that even though Pokemon wasn't a, Pokemon Go wasn't officially available in South Korea, this area of Sokcho was somewhere where you couldn't get full functionality, as you mentioned, but you were able to go there. So you started a Facebook group and you got people together to go to Sokcho. Tell me about that. Yeah, so what was really interesting was, I think it was uh, last week, you know, I think a Monday or a Tuesday, I can't remember. I think it might have been a Tuesday. Uh, I was just working at the office and uh, some people were saying during lunchtime, you know, oh my God, Pokemon Go is actually working. And then we turned it on and it actually worked for this small window of time for two hours around more or less. 
And during that time, people were kind of talking about it. It's like, oh my God, I think Pokemon Go is actually working. And then the servers were closed down and there were these rumors, oh, maybe it was by accident. It was an official thing. It was just like a server test. But uh, just from that brief moment in my lunch break, I actually started just to walk around my the neighborhood of where I work. And it was kind of interesting. You know, I was uh, checking out all these landmarks. I was going to these places I never went to before. And I was just so impressed by this because I've always been a huge fan of AR. Like there's always been a lot of potential. You know, some things haven't been working so far. You, you know, things like Google Glasses. But for some reason, there was something special about this as being a really interesting social experiment of felt like uh, opening up a portal. And you're moving, you're literally moving differently around the world by playing Pokemon Go. It's just taking the world, well, I guess some parts of the world by storm in the sense that they're, how they're reacting and interacting with the world, um, socializing with people more or less overall more positively. It's been kind of phenomenal, really. So uh, I, I immediately wanted to make a Pokemon Go career because I didn't know exactly when it would uh, be released, but my essential idea is that I really would love to gather and make a huge event where all the people who are interested in Pokemon Go in Korea could all meet up. And it would be such an amazing possibility to um, check out all these amazing landmarks in Korea and go as a group and just kind of experience, you know, Korea with fresh new eyes again. And the my friends at Gangnam Gamers, you know, we had the opportunity uh, and approval to go to Sokcho. We're like, okay, let's just see if it works there. We got up at six in the morning. We just drove there. And as soon as we did, it was working. And what we've been trying to do is gather all the screenshots and kind of make a public map for all the group, all the people in the group of Pokemon Go to say, hey, uh, we checked all these spots, you know, trying to give recommendations, trying to make like an infrastructure that once it's started and ready to go, that people can check out all these places and just make an overall positive community that people can play and socialize through Pokemon Go. And then so you guys, uh, as Gangnam Gamers, you got a car, I'm guessing probably just because of the ease of having your own vehicle, but then also um, all these news reports, all the bus tickets have been sold out, you know, all these people have been going to Sokcho. You went, you got that information, and then you're posting that online. You run a Facebook group that is probably the premier place for people getting information. Yeah, absolutely. It was really funny because uh, within a span of two days, it already reached uh, 1,000 members. So right now it's about like 1,300, which is, which is pretty phenomenal just for a game that's not even released yet. But uh, yeah, to, to go to Sokcho afterwards and with uh, my friends at Gangnam Gamers, it was really interesting because we, we took it as a very, um, you know, as a way to play the game, but more in a journalistic perspective for gaming to give, you know, any news about what gaming culture is like in Korea to the rest of the world. And it was, it was so interesting because um, you go to, as soon as you or about to arrive to Sokcho by car or bus, there's this one glimmer of hope. You turn on your Pokemon Go, and in the barren waste of blue sea and green, there's nothing there, but suddenly you start to see these things start to pop up, and immediately you just get excited. And once you go to Sokcho, it's really interesting. It's really interesting to see people just hanging out just at these main, at a park, and they're all at this one area, and 
they're socializing in their own way. You know, people are getting really excited. There's couples walking around and just, you know, trying to catch Pokemon together. And it's, I don't know, it's just been a, a really interesting perspective. And I, I, I can't even imagine what two years from now is going to be like once it's such a common thing for everyone around the world to play Pokemon Go. And so once again, that Facebook group is Pokemon Go Korea. I just checked. It's about 1,300 members right now, if I uh, remember that correctly. Um, and so I want to talk to you a little bit about Sokcho. When you were there with Gangnam Gamers and you were going around, I like how you phrase it. We're like journalists covering the game. We're not playing the game. Uh, I'm sure you guys are playing the game a little bit as well. Um, what were people saying? Were people like upset that they had to travel to Sokcho? I mean, I'm sure people in Sokcho are also taking advantage of this and what a place to just be living all of a sudden the only place really in South Korea where you can play Pokemon Go um, but the people that are going there um, I assume are outnumbering the people who are playing it just because they live in the area are these people upset that they don't have the proper maps that they have to travel all the way to Sokcho are they blaming the South Korean government because I know I don't want to get into the specifics but I know that there has been a release from one of the ministries saying that no it's not the fact that we're holding back this map data because Ingress worked here before so we're going to call google out on this and we're saying it's not our fault um and we'll find out probably sometime in the future just why it didn't come out and if if, if it was google or if it was the government but what are people saying who are they blaming are they blaming it mean anyone or are they just happy that they can finally play a version of the game by traveling to sokcho right so you know for, i think for first they're the only fact that we know with what's going on with the release of Pokemon Go in Korea is there is no official release date when when it will be released in Korea. Uh, there is no specific reason why that's been officially you know, announced by Niantic or Nintendo or Pokemon franchise at all about what is the specific reason. So at this point, any news or a kind of links that you mostly will find is, is a lot of speculation. It's just um, a lot of popular things that are going on is people are saying, you know, my my cousin who works at um, you know Nintendo who has a brother or a sister that kind of associated with the father that works at you know Niantic apparently said that this is going to happen in Saturday and we can't hope to to start playing this game you know it's always like word of mouth by person by person status so people are just kind of more upset that they can't play it and the people who go to Sokcho to go there I mean it's it's fun I mean it's this is actually kind of a, a really weird, interesting uh, milestone in in this in our lives. It's a really weird part in history to kind of be part of this moment where you're going to Sokcho. The mayor is absolutely delighted. He's happy. You know, he's he's never heard of Pokemon Go, but he will forever hear it. And for some reason, Sokcho has become such a popular spot. And when you go there, it, it's actually a really cool place. You know, it's completely different from Seoul, completely different from Busan, has its own specific feeling, atmosphere, has a great um, beach that you can go over there. You can you can catch Pokemon there as well. They have an awesome park. They have great food. Uh, it's a really good experience, and it's uh, kind of amazing how people are taking their own um, kind of leadership to kind of either organize a trip and get a group of random strangers just for the sake of having the same passion to play Pokemon whether it's for like a day or not and take a bus trip and head out there and play is, is kind of uh, really, really um, inspiring to see for the positive aspects of what's going on with it. And overall, people are just upset if they can't go to Sokcho. You know, I heard this past weekend the servers were down because of this uh, attack, 
you know, there was an attack on the Pokemon Go servers. Apparently, you know, it was uh, proclaimed by this by this hacking group called Poodle Poodle Corp, and it was like a DDoS DDoS attack, which is a distributed denial of service. So basically, what it does, like hackers can crash the servers by flooding them with so many requests at every second that they can't even cope with it, and then it just kind of closes off. So some people were really upset about that, where they went all the way there amidst the rain. They try to struggle. They got some Pokemon, and then suddenly this attack happened. Not just in Korea, but just for the server in general for Pokemon. And but you know, just to play for a little bit kind of gives them a lot of hope and more uh, excitement to hopefully have Pokemon Go available in all of Korea. And then, Wilfred, final question I want to ask you. Um, I just watched this really funny video. I'm sure you've seen it, um, and I'm sure other people have checked it out as well. Um, basically, it was like Central Park in New York City, some rare Pokemon spawned, and you had people yes. running yeah, running across the street. I, the best part of this video is some guy's in his car, and he's either waiting there because traffic has stopped, or he rolls up, I can't remember, and he just leaves his car in the road and just like runs off towards the spawn pokemon and the people who are recording the video are just making funny comments it's it's just it's just a fantastic video um here in south korea specifically often people um will either complain or just point out um that everyone's looking on their smartphone everyone is not paying attention where they're going i ride my bike a lot over the summer and i'm constantly worried i'm going to smash into people because we'll be you know, 20 meters away, but they'll just keep walking at me while they're looking at their phone and I'll be ding, 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 and they won't notice. Is this going to get epically worse if everyone's playing Pokemon Go here in South Korea? In terms of like just <laughs> interacting and not paying attention? Yeah, people just walking yeah. around or just like if something spawns, is there just going to be this mass you know, horde of people that looks like the new zombie movie, um, Busan Hang, I forget, or Train to Busan, whatever the English translation is. I mean, I could see this maybe going sour pretty quickly in South Korea once it gets rolling here. I just want to know what your thoughts are on this. Are you worried at all? Do you think people might be able to handle it? I mean, it just depends on what kind of person they are, really. You know, some people are responsible. Like, there's already a lot of people who are using phones and they don't even look up in the meantime. But, um, I mean, yeah, for sure. There's going to be a lot of people that mess up. You know, there's been uh, reports that two people actually died from falling off a cliff. And then you're thinking, how do people not notice a cliff? You know, and it. Well, yeah, these are the guys, they scaled a fence. I mean, they knew what they were doing. They just unfortunately went a little too far. Exactly. So, you know, some people will, will go out there. I mean, I'm waiting for that moment where people go to the DMZ and they find this really, really rare Pokemon, like a Vaporon or whatever it is. And it's just on the other side. And it's just like thinking, you know, this is the most rare thing, but is it willing? Am I willing to risk it all to be the best? And we're going to see how that holds up. And if that does happen, you know, it's going to be a really interesting situation for relations with North and South Korea. Um, how maybe really strict rules. You know, there's been a lot of uh, restaurants and, and uh, places of business where they've kind of banned uh, Pokemon Go because it's been annoying. There's been one guy in the States where, for some reason, his house was actually mistaken as a church many years ago, so now it's considered as a Pokestop or a Poke Gym, and a lot of people go over in, near his house and try to uh, take it over, you know, virtually. And it's uh, kind of a nightmare for him. And it's, I don't know, it's, we are, we're literally battling 
with two separate realities, and they are now merging together. You know, it was it had to be a popular popular franchise like Pokemon to make it work with AR. But now we're literally seeing this really weird moment in our lives where reality and this you know sub reality of gaming is literally intertwined, and they're both creating a new form of reality. Whereas, like I mentioned before, VR is really different. You're transported into another one. AR is completely different. Reality, you know, interacts with this other form, and it's how we react is going to be completely different. And the stakes that people are willing to take in order to be the best in this sub-reality, where we always go there for gaming in order to um, make all these different type of avatars to kind of show another alter ego of ourselves to be a better person. You know, people will, might go to great lengths, and it's just a matter of time until we see these things and maybe some new laws to kind of hopefully control that. I've been speaking with Wilfred Lee, a Canadian living here uh, in South Korea, like myself in the Seoul area, works with Gangnam Gamers. He runs the Pokemon Go Korea Facebook group. He's been to Sokcho. Um, so check out that group. People are posting it constantly with updates about weather or about, uh, you know, if, it, if it's gone down, you know, what the situation is here in South Korea as well as around the world. So if you're interested, definitely check that out. And Wilfred, best of luck. Don't fall into some river the next time you go to Sokcho. And uh, yeah, thank you for talking with me about um, not only a phenomenon that's uh, you know worldwide, but really um, for the people who are going to Sokcho, something that they're really investing a lot of their time in. So thank you for speaking with me. Thanks a lot, Chance. Really appreciate it. Media reports have said bus tickets and other transportation options to Sokcho immediately sold out when it was discovered that Pokemon Go could be played there. But I spoke with another gamer who says he and his wife were one of the first groups to travel to the city and live stream their gameplay on YouTube and Twitch. Our channel name is EXBC, and my name is Esco, and my wife's name is Hosu, and we stream on uh, Twitch and YouTube, and we got many social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, we are married couple, yeah, six years, and we we every day streaming about the, the Pokemon Go and the social eating and the many other things. Excellent. So, Esco, um, of course, we're talking because you and your wife uh, recently decided to go to Sokcho to play Pokemon Go. So, uh, let's talk about that. Why did you guys decide to go to Sokcho? Uh, so honestly, the, we always in the play the ingress, ingress. But that game is um, uh, augmented the reality game too. But uh, one day, one day in the morning, uh, I just heard about the news from the internet. Uh, Sokcho place, Sokcho city is available for playing Pokemon Go. So as soon as I get up, I just uh, woke my my wife up. And let's go to Sokcho. And we just we just went to Sokcho and we played so well. And that was so great. And we stream streamed that on Twitch and and that was so popular. 
And so my first question is, when you and your wife decided, when you yelled at her, as you just mentioned, and you said, it's time to go to Sokcho, how did you get there? I mean, there are so many reports that are saying that the the bus tickets were sold out, all the ways to get there um, were already being snatched up by all these other players. Because as you mentioned, on the internet, people just found out, hey, this is the one place we can play Pokemon Go here in South Korea. So how did you and your wife um, get down there? Because you, you were in the first wave. You got there as quickly as you could yeah that's right as soon as as i uh, heard about the news uh there was very recent news and uh, that was the morning so i just woke up and i did everything so fast and we live in incheon uh maybe uh the all the all the bus ticket from seoul city was sold out but the incheon city's on uh, the bus ticket was not sold out, so we just used the Incheon city uh, from Incheon Incheon bus terminal, and to get there, get in Sokcho city, it it took you know, only three hours and thirty minutes, and we get there because the speed is was very important, and as soon as we get there, we just started in st- streaming, and that was so popular. Yeah, I've watched some of the videos that you and your wife did. The the live streams are now um, available just to download on demand or to, to view on demand. And so when you got there, you know, my first question is, were there other people there? Like, was it obvious who was living in Sokcho and who was walking around with their cell phone trying to catch Pokemon using the Pokemon Go game? And were you finding that more people were coming as the day went on? Or when you got there, was there already a huge amount of people? What was it like? in Sokcho? Um, when you get there, Sokcho City, um, we just found uh, the other the players and streamers, Pokemon Go players and streamers, and we just felt a little bit in the competition. Oh, that is... So we just called them the competitor on my stream. Anyways, but they, uh, they were so quick and and, and maybe it's two, two days later, one day later, then two days later, um, so many people, um, so people are getting more and more. So, yeah, that's right. So that so many passengers and they look uh, look down their cell phone screen, and we we just felt oh, the Pokemon Go is really hot in Korea and I just heard about the news uh, it is now uh, it is not released in South Korea yet but the uh, unofficially uh, downloaded a million downloads already so yeah yeah I think that is so popular and so many people play like that. How has the mayor of Sokcho and the city of Sokcho opened itself up to these people that are coming to play Pokemon Go? I've seen reports that they have free Wi-Fi and they're trying to make sure everyone is really comfortable. Uh, what was that like? What, what were some of the things that you saw being offered? Yeah, I just heard about the news and there's a, the free Wi-Fi zone and free Wi-Fi map. Um, but we didn't need it because we just use the LTE. Because I'm just using the unlimited LTE, so um, just in the, the when I just hang out with my wife with Pokemon Go, uh, every day we used to play. We, we uh, 
we used to stream outside stream before, so we got know how how to how to use the LTE. So that was not so difficult to us. And then, so was that the extent of what they were doing? Were they just offering free Wi-Fi? Was that it, or or were there other places? Did they have um, you know locations where Pokemon Go players could sit down and recharge any of their devices, or did they have um, places where you could just kind of sit with air conditioning and enjoy yourself, and then go back out? I mean, what were they offering the players in Sokcho? Uh yeah, um. In that place, maybe, but they are using the Pokemon Go for the promotion, their motel or restaurant or a yacht place like that. And uh, if it, the other people go to Sokcho, maybe they can use it so many benefit. And uh, so I just heard about that. Um, if if someone uh, called them uh, 30 Pokemon Go, uh, 30 Pokemon, around the yacht place, the um, yacht place will discount 30%, (laughs) like that. So, um, yeah, there are are so many promotions, and yeah, maybe so many people can't use that. And and I think um, Pokemon Go is is moving, and uh, so many people can diet (laughs) with with jogging, like that. So, um, and... uh, and I think the Sokcho City, they support so many things for the Pokemon Go player. So maybe so many players that really like it. And then uh, you just mentioned a yacht, something that I saw in one of your videos. You and your wife, you actually went out on the water to catch Pokemon on a boat. Could you talk about that? Uh, yeah, dude, we just tried to. Yeah, we just tried to um, catch a Pokemon on the sea. Uh, using yacht, and um, but I just uh, caught only two Pokemon on the sea, so uh, that was not not so rare. Uh, but I think um, yeah, there there was an island who got dream, yeah, Pokemon Pokemon dream. So if the other people get get their uh, the island, they maybe, but they can use the dream, and they're the um they the Pokemon, yeah, Pokemon place and Poke place, uh, exist in around the uh, marina yacht place, and the yacht place is the boss. Uh, he was he was the Pokemon Go player too, <laughs> yeah. So uh, maybe there there are there's so many benefits. And then finally, Esco, I just wanted to know what you and your wife think about um, two different things. Uh, obviously, you guys would love to be able to play Pokemon Go in your home of Incheon or just anywhere else you are in South Korea. And then eventually you would think that would happen. Uh, sometime down the road, eventually, you know, you would hope or you just guess that eventually, you know, this is going to be something that anyone could play anywhere in South Korea. So let's talk about that. Um, do you and your wife or any of the other players that you've been uh, meeting with in Sokcho or talking with online, do you blame anyone specifically? Do you think that this is the Korean government's fault do you think that this is google's fault or are you guys just still upset that you can't play but you're not trying to blame anybody what are your feelings on that so honestly i just heard about the that was a, a government's and government's uh, rejection but um 
but uh, I think uh, that that problem is related with uh, the other Korean uh, company, and uh, um, I just worry about the uh, they will block about the, all the GPS. So, so I just worry about that. But um, I got a hope um, if if uh, Pokemon Go released in uh, in Japan. Maybe Busan place, Busan city will will be available to play Pokemon Go. So if uh, if um, South South Korean uh, government and block their GPS, uh, we will go to the Busan place. So anyways, I don't want uh, to blame anyone because I just uh, I just uh, finished my military service. I know what situation it is. The why I know why the, um, the Korea Korea's government the black data GPS map, but the, um, maybe I hope that they will allow that. I hope so. And then when uh, you know you would think they eventually would allow this if that's what's holding this up, or Google would make some changes if if it's a problem with Google. There are some conflicting reports uh, on who's to blame right now. But if it does eventually get to the point that people could play in Incheon, or they could play in Seoul, or they could play in Busan, or Guangzhou, or Daegu, or anywhere else, are you are you worried about? what that might mean for South Korea. I mean, people are always looking at their phones constantly here. Um, you might think that if everyone's playing Pokemon Go, maybe people are going to walk into traffic. Maybe people are going to get hit by bicycles when they're walking on the streets. I mean, what do you think is going to happen when everyone in South Korea can play Pokemon Go? Are you worried about that? Or do you think people are going to be fine and this is not something we have to worry about? Yeah, I think that every people can, uh, can be fine. Uh, there have been no problem because as uh, every day there there are so many uh, traffic accidents, car accidents and road kill like that. So so Pokemon Go, uh, it's um it's a one of one of the case and uh, it, it's just a game and and I think um I, and I think the South Korea is not so high crime rate country, so. Um, it is not relate. I think the Pokemon Go it is not related with any crime, and it can be safe. I think so. So yeah, crime. I agree. I I, I think uh, South Korea is a very safe country compared to a lot of places that I have lived in or where I'm from, the United States. But specifically, are do you think people will be able to handle it here so that they're not constantly, you know, because because people have fallen off a cliff playing Pokemon Go. Um, people have gotten in, in, in traffic accidents. Uh, it's being reported playing Pokemon Go or people have been walking in and hurt themselves. Specifically, that concern, do you think that might be a problem here in South Korea or do you think, just like what you mentioned with safety, no, that'll be fine and everything will be okay? I think I think um, that, that depends on the uh, case by case. And the... Um, this, so I don't know exactly, but I hope um, no more accident, any more accident about that. So um, maybe it's the, every paper should be careful about that. Yeah, no, that's that's a perfect <laughs> that's a perfect way to respond. Everyone should just be careful. Yeah, and uh, you know, so, uh, in the subway or a bus, or even on the even on the street, every paper just in the looking on the phone. Just without the Pokemon Go, just uh, uh, Kakao Talk and just web surfing, like that. 
So, um, Pokemon Go is not the problem. So, Pokemon Go might not be different. It might just be the same. Yeah, yeah so I, I think it, it can be the same. Excellent. Well, we'll have to see what happens with this. I agree. Perhaps it might just be more of what we're already used to. So maybe even it'll be the opposite. Maybe South Korea is so used to people using their phones all the time that they won't have this problem where perhaps in other parts of the world where people are not used to constantly using their smartphone all day long, maybe they're not prepared for Pokemon Go. So that's a very interesting way to think about it. Well, thank you so much. I've been speaking with Esco, um, and uh, he, of course, has teamed up with his wife, Holsu for EXBC. You can check them out on Facebook, on YouTube, all those other services that we just mentioned. So uh, good luck with the rest of your plane, and I'm sure you guys will be heading to Sokcho once the weather clears up. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm Chance Dorland for KoreaFM.net.